<clears throat> I feel weird. Everybody does. Welcome to the podcast where old friends get together to bear their souls. Laugh so hard they almost pee themselves. And talk about all the stuff that makes life worth living. And some things that don't. It's, it's let's, let's get, get a, a drink, drink sometime. sometime. Man, oh God, I, I've, I've learned a lot about you tonight, actually. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like one of those things you don't talk about it because it's like the old story that you tell. Yeah. And like you don't. What's the point? Because it's, you know, no one talks about some September 11th. Like, my mom's funeral day was on 9-11. So I was sort of, like, still coming off of that maybe when we met, but it wasn't something that I spoke about because, like, how do you, you know, drum that up kind of thing. But, right. yeah, I mean, she had died just before that, and her funeral day was then, and then we had to postpone it. And so sort of, like, her wake and her funeral sort of got, you know, to the next day and the following day. And, um you know, I'm, I live in Washington, D.C., so we ended up having to have this sort of police escort to open up a special road, which is called the GW Parkway, to get to her funeral site, from her funeral site to, like, the church to the graveyard. And so we had to drive past the Pentagon, which was a mess at the time. Oh, my gosh. And it was just sort of, like, this big semblance of, like, how the world, you know, my country and, like, everything within my life was crumbling. Yeah. holy crap yeah jeez yeah and i just kept thinking at the time like my mom was you know fairly politically charged like really italian and like had like such a strong belief system and how everyone should behave you know and and then this had happened and i was like how can like 9-11 happen without like my mom part of this you know how does that happen i had a, I had a similar instance with my grandfather because my grandfather died in may of that year Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, I was in college when 9-11 happened. And I remember mm-hmm. it, my mom called me because she was at work. I was asleep. And she called me and she said, you need to turn on the news. And it, it, this is really weird. I'm not sure this is going to make it into the podcast because it, it's, it's kind of awkward. And I don't know if I want to put my mom out there like that. But she said, you need to turn on the news because history is happening. Yep. Yep. And and I said, uh, uh, okay. So I got out of bed and I went and I, I turned on I turned on the TV in our living room, and I I, I I started watching this whole this whole thing go down. There was only one tower, so I came late to the party. But I remember seeing the second plane hit the second tower. Okay. I was definitely and, up by then, for sure. Yep. Yeah. And so that that whole thing, I know this isn't where you wanted to go with this, but that that whole thing was just like, holy crap. This this doesn't happen. Like, it just doesn't happen. No, it and, doesn't. And the one of the thoughts I had was, I, I, I loved my grandfather so much. And he died, like I said, May of that year. Mm-hmm. But... I, I I literally thought to myself, I'm so glad my grandfather isn't alive right now because he would be so pissed. Yeah. He would be so incredibly angry right now. So I, 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 I don't know why I wanted to share that, but I, I had a similar thing with, with 9-11 and, and my grandfather is 9-11 and your mom. It was just that I think mine's a little on the different 
spectrum but yeah mine's on the other side it was like yeah. in my head like this couldn't happen if she was alive because her par- like you know she was like this tiny you know like me italian lady right but she was like her personality was so big so enormous and like if anyone had strength to like stop an airplane from hitting her. a building it was her and i was like this Ugh. only happens in this new world and this right. is what this new world looks like. And I didn't understand why. Uh, I didn't understand the rhetoric around it and why, you know, like how had we inconvenienced the international spectrum to like legitimize something that like why anyone would want to do this. And I was yeah. kind of like on this spin as to like I needed to understand. And that's kind of like this picture brought me to London and this idea that I wanted to understand a different perspective. And as soon as I got there, I did understand it. Not that I wanted anyone to ever feel harm or, but like to yeah. understand why people thought that way. Right. Because right. we had disadvantaged the whole world in, you know, various ways. And, you know, there was like this sort of retaliation. I just didn't have that perspective. And, you know, right. I still don't think that people do have that perspective. So that's sort of fairly, you know, fairly controversial. I don't believe in it because I think that, you know, like it's a, it's a, it's a problem where like you hit it too high and the people that are on ground, mm. that are actually disadvantaged. They can't touch it. You know what yeah. I mean? I think that that's, that's, you know, an intimate problem in of itself um, because, you know, you have like money and it, it's bigger than, you know, the common human being, the common yeah. human being that's American is actually a really good human being that is well-intentioned and doesn't want anyone to be disadvantaged so they could be in, you know advantage but like with the way that it's portrayed elsewhere is is something quite different um and so you could see it you know as soon as i stepped out you know i kind of stepped into london like i'm amazing i'm american and we all want you to have this amazing life like we have you know and 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 that's that's you know that message is not carried across an international spectrum at all it's not and you can see it because you walk into a room and you're an american you're either hated or loved and it depends on the way that you behave and and that's the way it was that you know to full it to you know bring it full perspective right here is that i was the token american in a pub (laughs) and you know that presented herself in a way that could be liked by other people no matter the differences because i've worked at that and suddenly you know i have deeds walk in and and sort of echo the same message i was like you get the fuck out (laughs) my (laughs) turf buddy (laughs) but it all it all worked out because we're on the same side yeah can i can i tell you a a story about brian yeah that um and i'm not trying to pat myself on the back here i i I don't think you've ever heard this story before Mm -hmm. so I lived like five. You flats. mean Brian the Oracle, right? I've never heard him called that. I guess oh. so. <laughs> He's like the older guy in our friend group. Brian Watson. Used to call- yeah, yeah. Yeah. We used to call him. He was known around the pub as the Oracle because if you asked that him a question, sense. he had an answer. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Why? So, so, so because of yeah. <laughs> the 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 reason I, I I migrated down to this pub is because I lived like literally five or six flats down like it was literally right there for me i i used to work in my flat from you know eight to five or whatever and then i would go down to the pub and and i I walk in there one day and this is after i kind of knew everyone and you know and i walk in and i it was like you, you know that saying you could cut the tension in the room with a knife (laughs) 
like there was this this shadow over the whole pub, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What?" Because I'm I'm in a good mood, right? Like, imagine being in a good mood. I'm going down to the pub. I'm gonna get a drink with my mates. I'm gonna have a couple smokes, and and then you walk in, and everyone is like on antidepressants or something like that. It's like, <laughs> what what is going on? And I, mm-hmm. I went up to Brian. What's going on? And right, it was like, it was a movie moment. Right then, this American at the pool table, which those listening who don't know, the Kensington, the pool room was kind of off to the side, like it was in a separate room. Yeah. So you couldn't like really see. So I asked him, what's going on? And this American goes, oh, fuck. Like super loud, super duper loud. And I'm like, oh. Brian goes, there's a couple Americans in the pub. Yeah. And I was like, oh, damn. And I just go, I, I feel like I need to apologize. I'm sure you, I'm sure you know what's going to happen. And Brian actually goes, no, you don't get to apologize because you're not an American. You're Sam. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, th- that moment really changed my sort of perspective on a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that there is, I mean, I can't speak for other Americans. I've seen the way that they represented themselves and then right. you know, it sort of reinforced this kind of behavior and thought process up on like Americans. And like I had, I remember I wanted to work for that pub um, for a really long time and Amanda, Mandy was one of the owners and the other guy oh, yeah. was like, I, I, I will not let you work for me ever. Like in a, a drunken stupor, he was like, I just need to explain this to you. You're never going to work behind the bar. And he was like, I'm going to lose so much business because of the way that, you know, the thought process and the ideas around, you know, American behavior. And, um, hmm. And, like, I fought for that position, like, months later. I was like, you've got to give me a job. Like, I'm at your pub all the time. You know, this is, like, my friend's circle. This is my home. And I remember Mandy looking at me like, let me talk to him tonight. And then the next day, I had an offer on the table. And he was like, you better act the way that you (laughs) act every day with us. If you get, like, token America on me, you're out the door. And I was like, wow. And, you know, yeah, it was really big. He was like, I just feel like I'm going to lose business because they're going to hear your accent and run. And I was like, I promise you, all I need to do is talk to people for a minute and pour them a drink and it's going to be fine. And it was fine. It was absolutely fine. It was like one of the best jobs of my life. You know, like I've had a lot of other professional capacities since then. I'm 39 years old and I was 20 at the time when I started but it was it was great you know like obviously there's some grunt work around being a barmaid but like you see the commonality and sportsmanship and like you know put Australia and England games in the same space and like light fixtures are being ripped down and like you have to crawl through like bay windows like to get from like the bar to the the food and um (laughs) like you know you're practically swinging from the chandelier to get from one but like you'll never see that anywhere else because like what you see in human is passion and I was really passionate about like sticking up for Americans and understanding that like we just didn't know we just didn't know. And I still think it's like that. And maybe not as poorly, but 
I still think it's like that. Like generally speaking, mm, Americans are really, really good human beings that want to see, you know, you know what they have. They want to see what other that other people have that too. Yeah. All right. Even <clears throat> a um, you know, individual man that wasn't part of my friend circle who tried to encroach on my domain. Oh, whatever. <laughs> so much hate after all these years. <laughs> It worked out. Look at what kind of friendship we have now. Like we've been around forever. <laughs> yeah, you're you're literally the only person I talked to from London. So, I mean, I have a couple, but do you? definitely, yeah, I do, I do. Like Karina, she's still my best friend. Yeah, um, Ricky, I still talk to you because he moved to he moved Australia. to Sydney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came to see me there. Um, I saw him. I didn't see like Alicia. Um, but I don't know if you knew her. She might have moved. It's still no. Around. I knew Alicia. Alicia was um, she was Australian, but she was moving there. Who who was her boyfriend? What was his name? Mm. Um, crap. I know him. He worked I made at the out pub. with him once. I don't know what. Happened. Wow. There. Um. Franklin, Andy Franklin. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She moved there, and she was trying to become a citizen. Um, no, I know. Yeah, I don't know if she ever did. I think that they both moved to Australia. They have two good. They have two girls. It looks like they have a beautiful family. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and like um, I had been back and I saw Keith and Keith. <laughs> Keith and Keith. Um, Keith and Keith. Yeah, actually, like it's funny what you see about people. I he I could tell what he saw. Like he. I got engaged and then saw him like a day later. So this was in like 2005. Ah, okay. And he said to me like, yeah, you guys are good together, but it's going really fast. Don't you think <laughs> that you just want to like have a long engagement? Wait, and what, I was what, like, which hell no, we're getting, we're getting married in nine months. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm, let me guess. English Keith said that. Totally. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And I was like, I will not. I'm getting married. I'm going to have the like life that I always wanted. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny because like, I spent like a decade being like, he didn't know. He didn't know. But like, you know, it's fine. <laughs> uh, no. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap this episode up. I think that was a good. I have a lot of editing to do because I, I literally meant this to be like a five minute thing. <laughs> yeah, we're at one oh one. But I appreciate everyone listening. Angela's going to be on again, hopefully more times. Yeah. And sure. we're going to talk about all sorts of different stuff. And so I'm glad so you got to meet things. her tonight. Yeah, that's going to be fun. It will be fun. Say say thanks everyone or something. What? <laughs> <laughs> you can't throw that. Like, what? Are you going to tell me like the... <laughs> yeah. Say like, you know, thanks everyone for listening or something along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks everyone for listening. Perfect. <laughs> All right, How I'll... do you elaborate further? Like you told I don't me know. what to say. I don't know. All right. <laughs> If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about us. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts and Google Play to let others know what other people are missing out on. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Let's Get a Drink Sometime. Thanks for spending time with us. Come back and check us out again. We'll see you around. <laughs>